0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about anxiety triggers, the gap and your reactions. In Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, which is an excellent book if you haven't already read it, Frankl says, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. And when you read the book, you'll know why that's so profound that it came from him because he was in a concentration camp when he came up with his logo therapy. So actually, it's a fabulous book to read. And I want to take off on that quote, because there is a gap between our triggers and our responses. It's put many different ways, but that's the way I look at it, is there is a trigger, then there is the gap, and our response. Now, often we don't have much of a gap or we're not aware of it, and what we have is a trigger and a reaction. So let's see how we can look at this differently today and really start to move into having awareness of that freedom that you have, it's already there, and you just need to use it, to see it, to be it. So in that space, that gap that we have, is our power to choose our own response versus reacting, versus knee-jerk reactions, habitual reactions, which We all do, but we can also all change those. In that response lies our opportunity to grow, to change, and to step into the best versions of ourselves. Again, we have the trigger, the gap, and our response. That response changes when we pay attention in the gap. So, what stories are you telling in the gap? What if you could let go of the harmful and scary stories that tell uh, ourselves really frightening things that keep us in a state of anxiety and a state of fear? What if you could let go of those scary stories and tell ones of inspiration and courage instead? You may not believe that you can do this, but that's because you haven't been aware of the gap. Of course, this can seem almost impossible when we're frightened, when we're triggered uh, with anxiety, when we're exhausted. But because of the huge impact that this trigger gap response has on us, I think it's well worth the effort to actually first notice, just notice what's going on in the gap. And then to consciously decide what it is that you want to put in that gap. What is it that you want to be coming out in the response? Once you see that you have the gap, you can spend time making an attitude adjustment. code a c p after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support our show and tell them we sent you families have a lot going on let ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids and for parents try three new brainy chews to help you focus chill out or get energized That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. One of the things you want to do is to remind yourself of the fact, and this is a fact, that going through stress is what is required to grow and change. It's true for animals. It's true for plants. We know that the stronger plants are the ones that had stressors. They had droughts. They had sun. They had too much rain. They had to adjust. They had to respond. And they are very strong. And so the truth is that is going to happen with us too going through challenges is where we find our strength. And discomfort, we want to remember, you know, I say this to you all the time, discomfort is not necessarily dangerous. But we've made that connection when we're anxious because we have knee-jerk reactions. We aren't spending any time in the gap. We feel discomfort. We think danger. Using the stress of exercise as an example, we can see that many people use exercise as a stress reliever. But exercise is a stress in and of itself on the body. And it is in the stress that it causes to the body that the changes, the micro changes that happen are causing increased health. That's where the desirable outcome is found. It came from the stress that we put on the body. Now, again, it was done in a way that we didn't go too far because we all know people who have exercised too much and cause themselves exhaustion, depletion, muscle injury. I mean, anything can be taken to extremes, right? But on that continuum, if we use exercise and stay within the bounds of it, Dressing the body just enough to cause helpful and healthful changes, we can see that stress is our friend. It is something that causes us to grow and change in beneficial ways. So, what's the difference? The difference is that it depends how we are looking at it. It's our attitude. We consider exercise healthful, and we see it if we do understand it as a stress, as eustress, not distress. So there are two kinds of stresses. There's eustress, which causes us to feel like it's okay and it's positive. And then there is distress, which we think is dangerous and we look at as negative. So if we look at the two types of stress and how they affect us, we can see some generalizations here. Now we want to remember that what is a positive stress for one person may be a negative stress for another. We are very individual and stress, what is stressful, how much it causes uh, one to feel stressed and overwhelmed is very individual. We can make some very broad generalizations, but again, this is just broad generalizations. So we're back to how we think about stress, right? If it was two people do the exact same thing and one of them finds it stressful and the other not at all, it's what's the difference? What's changing here? So let's look at these. stress or positive stress has the following characteristics. It motivates, focuses energy. It motivates us, it focuses our energy, and we get things done. Eustress is also usually considered to be short-term. It's perceived as within our coping abilities. It feels exciting. And it improves our performance when we experience it. So we can see here how there are, uh, you know, some wonderful things. It motivated, we're focused, the short term, we can probably plays into us being able to think that it's within our coping abilities. It feels exciting. That's kind of a good feeling. We're revved up and ready to go. And it improves our performance. Why? Because when we get the heart rate up, when we are alert and on that focused kind of feeling, we are paying attention and we do well. We we can perform uh, better than if we were just kind of um, zoned out. Now, in contrast, distress or negative stress has the following characteristics: it causes anxiety or concern. Well, check mark. We know that one can be short or long term. Distress is perceived as outside of our coping abilities. Distress feels unpleasant. It decreases performance and it can lead to mental and physical problems. Now, there's probably nothing there that you didn't already know, but I want to look at those two lists together and see you know, the feelings inside the body for both of those is pretty much the same. There are, um, so the, the attitude in how we are perceiving what our symptoms and sensations are can play a huge part in how we are interpreting our stress. Are we interpreting it as eustress or distress? Often we have heard in anxiety circles, and we certainly talk about it here, of the idea of, am I feeling nervous or am I feeling excited? Like the feeling is the same, but it is the mental interpretation that can really trip us up. So if you have a choice, this is a place where you could use the gap and say, these feelings, these are feelings of excitement. I can do this. Like, I'm sharp. This made me focus. And I'm going to be able to perform really well because I am in this state versus going down the wormhole with it and saying, Oh, my God, This is so uncomfortable. It must be dangerous. I cannot perform at all with these feelings, and this is going to cause me both mental and physical problems, and I can't cope with it. Like Those are different interpretations of the same kind of physical release of hormones and bodily changes, the heart rate, the the rate of uh, respiration and the hormones going, they're both going whether we are excited or we are nervous. And so we want to start taking some time in the gap to see if we can just change how we are perceiving these feelings and sensations. Ask yourself if there are situations where you can use the gap to say, I can get through this. I really am safe. I can do it. I feel discomfort, yet I know there is no real danger. Or you could even say, I'll be stronger for having been able to do this. You could even try simply saying, this too shall pass, meaning that you are eliminating the scary story that happens in the gap of this is how it's going to feel for me forever. This too shall pass can cover a lot of bases, so keep that one close. Consider the idea of you yourself in training like an athlete. Building your tolerance muscles with stresses that perhaps the imagination has habitually billed as anxiety producing or awful. By offering yourself a different story or a more courageous attitude, the body will respond in a less fearful way, relieving you of another turn on the fear adrenaline fear cycle. And that really gives you a breather. You get a real live break. What stimulus is getting you triggered these days? What suboptimal response needs some work? Step into the space between the trigger and the response, or the trigger and the reaction if you're still stuck there. Get into that gap and see if you can change an attitude or a belief and step forward into your growth. Use the gap to choose your attitude and to choose your own way. Move from trigger gap reaction to trigger gap response. I know it sounds like a tall order, but I know that you can do it Because this kind of thinking is something that really helped me to move out of thinking that I was stuck, thinking that this was never going to change, knowing that I didn't need anybody or anything from outside of myself to make those changes, but I could do it from within. And I know that you can do it too. I hope this podcast has been helpful, and I hope that you'll let us know if it is helping and if you have any questions that you would like to have us know about or answer for you on the show. Hope to see you guys soon. And now for today's quote. Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And again, that's Viktor Frankl. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha.